Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. We have in-studio guests today. Our topic is... The men have taken over lovability. Let's hear it, guys. <laughs> Finally, we get our shot. Lucky me. Okay. You are lucky. I am lucky. I know. I have all this testosterone in the room. So I've got three three gentlemen with me. Uh, I've got Dennis. Um, excuse me? What? Three gentlemen? Oh, four. Actually, okay. four. Thank you. <laughs> three gentlemen. No offense, Brad. Three gentlemen me. guests. We have Dennis, Corey, and John. Hello, Say Jen hello, Stiers. guys. Uh, hello. hello. Hello, guys and girls. Okay, so we just really want to have a raw conversation today about relationships. Um, I want to ask a few questions to you guys, and I want every one of you to give your honest answers. I don't want you to give me what you think. John, quit smiling. I don't want you to give me what you think I want to hear because there's a lot of ladies out there that want to know truly what you guys want. Because it's confusing out there today in the dating landscape. So we, we want it's your honesty. No I will give it. I, we, will, we will be truthful, Jen. No, and be no clean, problem. too. I, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I know you. We will be truthfully clean. That's right. All right. Dennis has. Air uh, quotes. Dennis has DJ voice. Available for hire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, so the the one thing that we face in the dating landscape today in the dating world is nobody really knows what the other one wants. I think women are really, really confused as to what men want in dating. Do men really want a relationship? I mean, all of you are good looking guys. You're all single. Well, I, I think single and some dating. Um is a relationship truly what you want? I mean, is that what you're looking for? Or are you looking to have a good time? No, I think it's a personal. I mean, everybody's got kind of their own deal, right? For me, I, you got to answer that question yourself. In my particular situation, coming off a divorce for three years, the answer to that is a resounding yes. I think, I think if we're all completely honest, I think a lot of the guys are just as confused as a lot of the girls. Um, and I think, you know, knowing who you are and what you want and, not being, and being able to express that um, early in, in that dating process, I think is the key to that. But some people, you know, from a guy perspective, everybody talks about wanting complete honesty and transparency and all those things. And sometimes that's not really what they want. So I think that's a key thing is being direct, open, honest, transparent, and seeing where that thing goes. And you're certainly at that point because I do know all of you. Uh, and I've had, you know, good conversations. You with know, each our one anniversary is almost today. It is. Yeah, yeah. Almost three, three years on the nose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you before you were divorced. That's right. But you did get out there dating and you weren't ready. Wasn't ready at all. You were not ready. You thought you were ready, but I you thought I was ready. ready and you talked me out of it. So <laughs> good job, Jen Styers. <laughs> Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that's important. The readiness part of it is really, really important, right? You, you got to be ready. And I think you got to know yourself. Um, and depending on kind of where you're at in your life, I think that takes a different form for every person. I think you've got to know who you're at, where, who you are and really what you want. And then, you know, kind of the third thing is what are you willing to tolerate and what are you willing not to tolerate? Me and you get in fights, I don't know, we talk once a week and you're always in my grill about this whole concept of chemistry and giving giving people second chances and really see, you know, in my particular case, I have to have a detraction to you mentally and physically and that's it. Um, if those two things exist, I think that forms the basis of some chemistry 
Um, but I know you probably disagree on some level because you tell me a whole lot. We're totally going to talk <laughs> about the chemistry thing because I think the chemistry attraction thing and all of that is a whole other conversation. Uh, Dennis? Yeah, sometimes the idea is good, timing bad. So, for example, um, I went through a divorce back at the end of 2014. Uh, I immediately jumped out into the dating world. And what I found out is I didn't know who I was. So if I don't know who I was, how can I be anything to anybody else? And much like uh, any kind of a relationship breakup, a divorce or whatever, you're going through a remodeling process. You've got to go reinvent yourself. You've got to figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And I think it's really important you set boundaries. Who are you? What will I stand for? What do I want? What, will, what do I not want in terms of relationship? And then and only then, when you know what you want, then you can start entering into that relationship because you know yourself better. You go through some kind of a breakup like that, it's traumatic, and it, it really does. My advice to myself five years ago would take some downtime. You know what? Be really comfortable sitting on the couch on a Friday or Saturday <laughs> evening. Make that your number one option. And if you're okay with that, when you get to that point, then you're okay being by yourself. Then you might be okay for somebody else. So this is an, interesting, it's an interesting conversation, though, because – that was five years ago. You gave yourself that advice. And if I could have recorded you two weeks ago, you were giving yourself that same advice again. So Dennis it's isn't not making like, much progress. It's a recircle. You, it's no, a recircle. No, no, it, it, it's certainly, no, it's cer there are certainly times when you've got to back up the truck and then pause again. And you've done that recently. And I think that's good for everybody. I think that's good advice for everybody because obviously you understand it. You know it. You just spoke it like an expert. But at the same time, you still needed to, to implement it in your own life. I had a boss I worked for one time, and he was a very hard guy to work for, very demanding. But he had a really good point. He was like, you know what? Same story, different day. And we have to remind ourselves of Is that. Is that really how you put it? Uh, there were a few more same colorful boop. words there. <laughs> same day. But, but his point was true, which is... You know, you got to be consistent, and that's the, you know, repetition is the mother of all skills no matter what you're doing. I, I think the other thing, Jen, and I, I completely echo what Dennis just said, I think early in a relationship, though, I think you have to establish your walkaway point, and I think, and I can't speak for, the, for Dennis and Corey, but I think on a couple of different occasions— you know, you know what you want at some point early in that process. I'm going to have to interrupt And then that gets you. really fuzzy. I'm going to have to interrupt you because you can't talk about the walkaway point right now. Um. <laughs> no, what I mean is if you know going into I need these no. things, right? Absolutely. And you, you need know, to be willing things, to walk away. Right, and those things don't exist. I think you owe yourself and I think you owe that other party a level of transparency so you don't waste six months or a year in something they could probably never work. Yeah, go home and repeat that to yourself five times. I'm just kidding. Love you. Okay, Corey. Hey, I think I want to can I jump in here real quick, Jen? I think one of the I think the main point that Dennis brought up that I think may have gotten lost is the fact that you have to take step backs all the time. This is not something that you write down and you look in the mirror and go, okay, this is what I want. And then you go out there six months later and you've got it and everything's perfect. It never stops. It's never quit learning. It's constantly readapting yourself to the situation, and I think that's part of the problem in dating today is I think both parties, female and males, we get in that rut, and we're just going and going and going, and we never do exactly what Dennis is said to do, which is take a step back and reevaluate where you are right now because we're never the same. We're not well, the same today as we're going to be tomorrow. And, that's exactly right. And that's important 
because out of every relationship we've been in, every time you get out of one, you're a different person and you need to stop, pause and re-examine. So I want to get to you, Corey. You're quiet. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to talk over anybody. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was following the rules. Corey, Corey. <laughs> so, um, you know, but listen to both these guys. Now, I've been divorced a lot longer, so they're they're. As far as I'm concerned, they're they're baby singles, rookies. So, uh, so you know, what are you? Just picky? I, you know, I think I'm selective. I like that word better. Okay, better word. Um, you know, I know that when I first got divorced, yeah, it was the same thing. You got to figure out who you are. And and to your point, being able to stay at home by yourself and being cool with it, uh, and once you're comfortable with that, that's when I think you really are ready to get out there and and go ex- see who you want to date. But in terms of what you said earlier, the original question was, do we really want to get out there and date, or do we just want to have a good time and that really depends on who you are. Right now, I just, I'm, you know, if it happens, it happens. I mean, I used to be actively searching, uh-huh. whether it was websites or whatever, actively searching to, to go find somebody. And now I'm just pretty much, if it falls into my lap organically, then then so be it. That's a good place to be. Yeah, it is a good place to be. Perfect place to be. So I was going to ask, since you two guys brought it up, because I'm in the same boat as you guys, I'm very comfortable sitting at home all the time, <laughs> right? You know, big TV and a, and a beverage and, and chilling. Does that become too easy? Well, that's a good question. My mom asked me, she's like, you know, Corey, do you find singles just being too easy? And I thought, oh, you know, because I don't want to be that guy that's set in his ways. I remember as a kid hearing people say, you know, that old man, he's just set in his ways. And I don't want to be that. But sometimes it is easy just sitting at home. Watching what you don't want to be Clint Eastwood in Torino or whatever it was where you sit on the porch with your rocking chair. I think that largely depends whether it's Shark Week or not on National. <laughs> that Geographic is a great Channel. point. I don't or I, Mash Marathon exactly. But I, I mean, I would say that you do always need to be out there in circulation. You got to keep moving. You got to give yourselves opportunity to be seen, be noticed, and maybe notice that one special lady or. What what not? So um, you know, you got to be comfortable being on your own, but you also need to not go out of circulation. You need to be circulating. Well, I think Jen always tells us too, and in, in all of the stuff she preaches, you got to go to the grocery store. Right. You got to stop and get gas. Just look you, around. You got to work, and you, you sometimes you get. Well, I know Corey goes to the gym. You got to. I mean, there's all <laughs> these things we do every day, but sometimes we're not in the mindset of, wow, that she's. Pretty cool over there looking at the lemons. Dial 9 can produce romance. I mean, tell it seriously. I mean, you can find that person at the store, whatever. It's, it's uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson, coach of the Dallas Cowboys, one time said, luck. There is no such thing as luck. It means when preparation meets opportunity. I, right. I must be out That's of sort. I, I don't, I'm not tracking this at all. So, like, the girl in aisle 9, you're just going to go fire on the girl. That's not well, my one, deal. One thing I noticed, the girls at the grocery store, they never make eye contact. Yeah, what, like, I, that's, that's what I don't get. Like, baloney. if she's over at the apples and you're just going to roll up and be like, hey. How are you? I, I talk know. to people at the grocery store all the time. Do you really? I get hit on at the grocery store as a mat. Oh, I can't even mention names here, but um, yeah, I, I I have been hit on by famous people at grocery stores. So yeah, don't name well, let's drop, get into well, let's just, Help on. us out then. He just brought up a valid point. Help us. What is the? I've always read and heard. It's just, hey, I'm Brad. How are you? Yeah, you know, um, ice I, apples. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't work, yeah. would it? Delete. <laughs> okay, so um, I don't want to spend too much time in this, but I do think it is important to say, um, you know, we're talking about comfortability and all that. It, yes, it can be. I think that goes for men and women. We can get comfortable being single, but we do. I mean, if we say we want love, and I think this is a frustration of men and women out there. If we say we want love, then you've got to pursue it. 
You know, if you like somebody, you, you, you've got to try, you got to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. You know what Friday and Saturday night are like, you know, sitting by yourself and you're comfortable with it, but just think how much better it could be with somebody new in your life. And if you don't sitting have at home on the couch and you don't want it, then don't date because you could in sense, bring somebody aboard that likes you and then they, then you disappoint them. Right. So, and and trust me, I hear from women about bad dating manners, and that's what I would call this, um, in the sense that if somebody isn't interested or they're not ready, then they just kind of disappear, whatever, it's yeah, ghosting, they get ghosted. or whatever, right? Ghost them. Just tell them. It's all yeah. right. It's okay to be Do you just, tell them? Do you absolutely, tell them? Absolutely, 100%. Okay, so you got a first 100%. date, you're not interested, you tell somebody you're not interested. I wouldn't, you know, probably not inside the date, but I, you, you don't <laughs> ghost somebody. Yeah. I mean, okay, so would you, you know. text her the next day? What would you, how would you? Within a week. Because she's probably expecting a call or something, wondering how you're feeling. And if you want to go out again, if you had a good time. I'd say within a week is appropriate. A okay. few days. What if you liked her? How many days would you call her? That's another About question. three minutes after I get home. <laughs> really? So let's, so let's get into that. Why okay. is that different? Next day. Yeah, for I, sure. I do want to know that. Cause that's yeah, why a is that question. different? Why, is why not different? tell the one that you're not interested in just as soon as you would tell one that you're interested? Because I, I want to process. Yeah. What's there a process? She said process. you weren't interested. Well, I still want to process and make sure I know what I'm feeling before I fire that bullet. Well, I'm kind of curious. I mean, do the girls expect that um, that 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 night or the next day? Because I had someone give me the advice that said, "Corey, you need to let those girls know if you're not interested. You need to call them and let them know." And I'm like, oh, "I don't want to. Can't they just figure it out if I'm not calling?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be that guy, That's right? You don't want to be the quote unquote heartbreaker or the shatterer of dreams or. You know, you're not going to break their heart after one date. Exactly. Come on. exactly. You're not. Uh, but let's well, look, we'll get into she, that, too. Women just want to know where they stand. And I think men do, too. They just want to know where okay. you stand. All right. But if look. you didn't have a good time, it's fine. It's not going to break anybody's heart. Okay, well, there's look, look that, that that awkward conversation after a first date about where do I stand? I mean, give me a break. You've been on one date. You're asking me, where do we stand? Seriously, let's get real with each other. Well, hopefully people aren't asking you that. But, I mean, that would be a big that would be a big question. After Go ahead, Dennis. Day. Dennis, is, so Dennis there, has got there, it. There is another side of the equation here. Flip the coin over. Right. Um, we may have a date. I've had these where I thought it went great. I felt like some good vibes. Guess what? They're not interested. Right. You know, text them the next day. Hey, so and so, I had a great time. Love to see you again. When would you like to go out again? And I give the girl Crickets. credit when she says, "You know what? Um, thank you so much. You're a sweet guy. I just don't feel the connection." I women are that getting news. better. Women are getting better at that. I, I encourage any woman to please be transparent with the guy. Completely it's agree. Not the news they want to hear. Now the problem is. Excuse my language. There's been a lot of guys out there who've acted like a jackass yeah, when getting right. that information, and they steer women to, well, I don't want to say this because I don't want to get in a confrontation or him being mean to me, but be transparent. And look, that's happened to me. So, um, and I, Jennifer, I commented on one of your posts a, a week ago or two, and I said, look, if I go out with a girl, I know for a fact she's really interested in me. If she texts me like later that night saying right. thank you, that's a, a good sign. Good manners. Ninety nine percent of the time, I know for a fact she's interested. In barring something happening, we're going to have a second date. If I'm interested, if not, I would say, hey, listen, I had a great time. I didn't feel a connection, but it was really great to meet you. I do think it's important to be transparent because it really is hard being on the other side being ghosted. Crickets is a horrible thing. Well, I can say, because I'm a lady, and I think that a woman should always text a man after a date or call him or whatever and say thank you, whether you're interested or not, right? Mm -hmm. I think a woman can say, let's do this again, would love to see you again if she does, 
right? If she does want to see him again. But I think a woman should all, always thank a guy. So maybe guys get the wrong impression just because maybe she's messaged him and said, thank you. I would say, I, I, I would yeah. say, be, be honest and say, thank you so much. However, I didn't, it's okay. In my book, in my world, it's okay to say, thank you. I had a great time. I don't feel a connection. And you'd That's want perfectly that, acceptable. you would yeah. want that that night. Um, or the next day or a couple days. I mean, if I really liked her, yeah, I would be like antsy to hear back or whatever. I'd be excited. But I would rather the longer the excitement goes, I would the, the, the bigger the disappointment gets, I guess, if I'm being transparent. So I'd rather know soon that she's not interested and then forget it, move on to the next one. Would you guys say you feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, I can pretty much tell after the first date whether or not it's there was there. a connection, if there's mm -hmm. not. I mean, I had one girl ask me during the first date, what do you think? <laughs> And uh, that was tough to answer. I'm like, can't we just enjoy I've got a better one. Can we just I've got a better one than that. Can I need another drink Probably now? Too long of a story, but I got a better one than that. Let's do fireball shots. <laughs> we'll keep drinking till we like each other. That's right. <laughs> till you're better looking and I'm prettier. Bring us a cocktail every seven minutes. And I have changed my mind that. on you after the last That's three right. drinks. How, Hold okay, on, so, so how, did, how did you answer that, Corey? How, I said, I said, like, what about what do what do I think about dinner? Your dress? No, no, she, no, she's very direct. She's like, you you know really quick, because I do know very quick, right? And she said, what do you think? And I go, well, can't we just en enjoy the drink and the conversation for a little longer? Because, honestly, it was a no. And I yeah. just didn't want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. So later on, she kept pushing. And I go, okay, it's a no. I'm not asking you out again. Wow. That's Well, awkward. good for you, though. I mean, I mean, it sounds rude, wow, but, it's, but it's not. Like, yeah. I'm well, sure that would have worked out fine for you, Corey. <laughs> then she said, well, well what was it? Um, <laughs> It's like, I don't know, generally, you have maybe to your attitude. I don't know. I'm just taking a shot in the dark here. <laughs> yeah. How about if we just chill and have a one-hour dinner without conflict? <laughs> right. Does that work for you? Yeah, I could, I could imagine the second date. Yeah. Can you imagine six months later? Oh, my God. Well, that, that, Where are we going with this? What's the next question, Jen? I know. Oh, my God. I know. I'm, I can't eat. My jaw hurts from laughing so hard. <laughs> well, it, it, is very, it is interesting that she had to ask why it, it was it, a we no. Were only, we were only, I mean, a drink and a half in. And we wonder why we're all banging our heads up against the wall in the dating world I in 2019. Walk, I did walk her to her car, though. Good for you. If you're walking me you. to my car and you're not going to go on a date with me, I mean, I felt like I had to. Because you're a gentleman. I, I, That's yeah, because you're a gentleman. Uh, first, let's talk, talking about first date, I had a girl on a first date, not, not even kidding, within, let's say, 30 minutes of sitting down informed me that she wanted to quit work. She wanted to be taken care of and have a child in the next two years. At least she was upfront <laughs> and honest about it. <laughs> Jen, come on. Seriously? I Listen, you're the one that chose her. <laughs> I'm, you asked her out. Wait a second. What do you mean? And the man Come in on. the mirror again I, comes, <laughs> come, rears his ugly I head. There's a mirror right there you can look All in. Right. Okay. So I, uh, what I want to know, because I think, I mean, obviously it's different strokes for different folks, but I want to know, because I think there are themes, because I hear them as a matchmaker, what are turn-ons and turn-offs on a first date, Right. So, and I, I will say that I'm always amazed. Men are so picky about what women wear on a first date. Clothing is so important to more men than it is women. But so that's what I want to talk about. Turn on and turn off. So um, John's over here just like chomping at the bit. So I want <laughs> top three turn ons, top three turn offs, and then we're going to go all the way around. I probably can't come off the top of my head with top three and three. I don't. I don't really care. I, I'd rather somebody be authentic. I don't really care if she's wearing Prada or have designer clothes. I'd rather, like honestly, I'm kind of at a point where I'd like to get to know you, and if that means you're in a baseball hat and a sports bar watching the Buckeye game, I'd much rather enjoy that 
and I get the first couple of dates, you need to go do the $300 dinner and, and all that. That's fine. But very quickly, I'm more interested in getting to know you and seeing if there's a connection on every level. Turn offs. I can smell people that aren't authentic for the most part. I've made some mistakes and I'm sure you're going to remind me of them later no. today when we talk, <laughs> but, um, which you do every week. So I feel good about that discussion coming up at four o'clock anyway. <laughs> Um, not on the podcast, not on the podcast. Thank goodness. Cause you need that FCC, like seven second dump, um, you know, <laughs> to get out of the call, but turn offs for me is just be, be authentic about who you are. Cause I can, I'm usually pretty good about smelling, you know, things that probably, great advice. yeah, probably don't look right. So that's probably one and one for you. Okay, good. Corey. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can do three and three, but I would say a turn on is somebody who can carry on a conversation and. I do like somebody who dresses nice. Uh-huh. And a turnoff to me is somebody who can't make, make eye contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the whole time you're talking to them, they're not making eye contact whatsoever. Right. And they don't ask questions to keep the conversation rolling, that type of stuff. That that turns me off. Right. One more thing. How about the phone? Please put oh. your phone away. I mean. Yes. Yes. Please. Yeah. I, I don't on know what you got date, going yeah. on. And if you do have something going on, I'm cool with that. Tell me. It's a work thing. Mom's in the hospital. My child has I, no issues, but like when you're sitting there every 10 seconds on a text message mm-hmm. or Facebook or your Instapic or Instagram, or whatever the hell it all is, like, why are we even here? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I figure another one of yours, Corey, is asking me about a second date on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and wanting an answer. Actually right not there asking. More, you should know. More badgering. On, yeah. I mean, like, what know. do you think, bud? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, good stuff. Dennis? So I've had the benefit of writing down a list while you gentlemen have been talking. So um, one of them was already covered, but let me just say this. Uh, Mother Nature takes care of a lot in the first 30 seconds, law of attraction. You can't force attraction. So either you're going to be attracted to that person or not. Same thing for them. Um, But here's some things that are turnoffs. Uh, If they're not punctual or if they're running late and don't call, major turnoff. Uh, Looking at the phone, we talked about that and I've said, and overall, if they show up with a bad attitude or a chip on their shoulder, that is a turnoff. Um, I like a warm greeting. You know, if a hug's appropriate, that's great. Uh, I like if I like try to ask a lot of questions to get to know them, but I want to I want to see if they're asking me some questions and if they're showing genuine interest in me. Uh, otherwise, and it's like, you know, what are what are we doing here if we don't want to get to know each other? But on the same token, the guy's got to ask questions and be willing to listen as well. And I've heard a lot of women say, I went out with this guy and all he did was talk about himself I for hear two that hours. all the time. And guy's got to shut up. <laughs> Let him talk. Listen. Dennis, ask the questions. I love your, I want a warm greeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? A warm well, showing, up, showing up late is a big one. It yeah. sounds dirty, but, doesn't but, it? But no, it's like a nice hug or a nice smile or a hi versus a hey, how's it going? And a warm right. greeting Warm greeting right. to me says low cut blouse, short skirt, high heels, and big hair. <laughs> no, it's short skirt and a long jacket. That's why we're not asking, that's right. that's why we're not asking Brad his top three. <laughs> You know, so having said that, so you had to go into the whole physical part, Um, you know, by the way, that does not shock me when these women go, well, all he wants to do is take me home after the date when she's, you know, dressing provocatively or coming on to a man, which brings us into the first date if there is chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. So let, <laughs> I know we we talked about this. So, um, so. I guess we could say first date. Sex, let's just get right? into it. Yeah, let's just get it. Let's open this door up, baby. 
<laughs> do we do it Pop or not do it? I mean, this is a this is a different world. I mean, I wasn't raised that way. I would. I'm just. I wouldn't do it. It was not. It's not in me. But I think sex quick, on. I think sex on the first date generally is not a good thing for a lot of different reasons. Um, you want to get to know that person, and I think. Um, in, in general, a woman is going to feel really bad the next day, you know, and I think that she's going to feel bad about herself. And I think it could hamper the relationship further. Why are you laughing? bro? <laughs> uh, Corey just gave me a look like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> she better feel real good. No. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, well, Dennis, that's not on me. I mean, come well, on. I'm ta- again, I'm talking about the next morning. I'm not talking about <laughs> know, 1130 at night when the soft music's playing. Well, I will say that sex on when the first night. When you're dropping night, a Barry White. <laughs> right. The sex on the first night generally uh, results in no second date. Yeah. So I, I would agree. Speaking, yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, I mean, Jim why? I, why? Jim. Why would you? Why would you go there with her? And then, if you're not interested in pursuing her any further, or did you just? Because sometimes, I mean, this is back in the day. Not, I'm not speaking about the current Corey for any current listeners, <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying. I just noticed that it killed the relationship. You know, I mean, it just killed the, it killed the hunger to get to know him. Actually, too much too soon. I have heard that from a lot of guys that you know, and, and it is that whole when you rush in and now you're intimate, right? So the next time you see him. You've already broken that barrier, so now it's all about intimacy instead of getting to know one the another. Fo- the foundation, and then it's hard to back yeah. out of it if you've already right. gone there and, and she's attached. That's, sometimes that's you can tell that's that's all they want to, you know. Yeah. All right, so you brought it up, and Jen and I talked about this on the way over, and so I wanted to bring it up because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm of the adage of, and and this is again, this is not current Brad either, but if two people understand there may not be deeper interest. But there is an evening of physical interest, and you guys both know you're going to walk away the next morning, and there won't be texts and there won't be phone calls. Is that a bad issue? Are and I'm say- not asking that because I'm condoning it. I'm asking Why would because you do that unless you, st- you just, like, wanted an STD? I mean, come on. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm, again, I'm not condoning it, but I do know this occurs. We're all dreaming if we don't think this occurs out there that— Two are you people are on physi- a first date? Yes, two people are physically attracted to each other. They're right. on a first date, and they go home with each other. That happens, guys. We're dreaming if we don't think it happens. And and I'll be honest, the people in this room, other than Jen, because she said she didn't, but I would be willing to bet in the past we've probably done it too. So is that really a bad issue if there's no interest, no desire to get to a deeper relationship? You're not going to call. She's not going to call, and you walk away the next morning. Everybody's happy. I'm I'm tracking with Jen. Like, the, the, the whole disease thing scares the shit out of me. Full stop. I don't, you know, it just does. There's stuff out there that, doesn't go away and then you start thinking about your ability to work and your ability to take it to me at this point in my life nah, yeah. no thanks yeah no I, I agree with that but you know back in the day there was a time where you know kind of to your point it happened you, you, you sometimes though you know i was wrong i was i just assumed she knew and i knew that this was just to kind of be like a one night happens gig. too right and then the next day you realize it was not a one night gig how dare you do that type thing and yep. why why did you do it so so some- that's that's what's kind of Kept that, me back to do what I do now. I just kind of like, I don't really, I don't want to, I don't want to experience all that. Yeah, because some women Beautiful. use that, that, that they don't have enough self-confidence in who they are as a person. So they use their body and their sexuality to rope a man in. So that's their, 100%. somebody that moves too quickly correct. is probably there. So she's probably not catching on to that. 
Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what's interesting to me, though, and I think it's more millennials than it is people in their 50s and 60s um, and even late 40s. Uh, they women are ex- exerting themselves more. They're a lot more aggressive and a lot more. Now, where are they? I've, whatever. <laughs> uh, you have Facebook? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Again, I was yeah. I, I, I wanted but one more like, clarification like on that question. I wasn't nowadays. condoning it. I just wanted to get into the the discussion because I think it probably occurs more out there than than we probably think it does. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think it does. You know, Jennifer, I would also add to the comment you made. Uh, you know, women are aggressive. I my observations are that women are a lot more independent. And more content, not necessarily having to be with a guy. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's harder and harder to crack the code of getting somebody interested in getting somebody to know them. It's because it's like there's a wall of defense or, you know, don't don't bother me. I'm, you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm fine. I don't need a guy. And it's like, how do you break that code? I, that, my, again, my observation, a lot more independence out of women. Dennis, you win the digression of the day. (laughs) Thank you very much. Because here's why. This was a question I wanted to ask you guys because I think it comes up as well is, and this is, again, down to the nitty-gritty of of what we face. And I'll just start with you, Dennis, because you brought it up. Sure. Give me one or two of the biggest challenges you deal with with the 2019 lady. Uh, Okay. And you just mentioned, I think, one of the biggest ones, which is independence. So, and I want to use the word too, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but women call it, so the women that are listening can kind of relate. Women will say, guys are intimidated by me. Oh, so so for women, can we stop? So for women that say that guys are intimidated by me, I'm strong, I'm independent, they're intimidated. This is your conversation. Listen in closely. So go ahead, Dennis. All right, here's the answer. Uh, This, and this covers, this is big enough to cover items one and number two on my list (laughs) emotional debt. Okay. They bring in emotional debt baggage. The last relationship baggage. Now okay. everybody's going to have baggage. I work in the travel industry. Here's the issue: everybody we know has we're baggage. Have baggage. <laughs> Will it fit in the overhead bin? Perfect. If we got to check about five at the skycap, mm, we got maybe a little bit of an issue here. My point is, I will pay for my debt in a relationship, but. Do not saddle me with the debt your ex-boyfriend, your ex-husband, or whoever created on you, and don't project that on me because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be loyal to you. If the other guys weren't, don't try to look for me to repeat their patterns. Yeah, I'm that's not. the whole all guys are that it. and all guys are this, right? Right. What I'm, about you, Corey? I, I'm Dennis. I'm who I am. Don't compare me to— Yeah, uh, it's completely fair. Yeah, Brad, Terry, or whoever. Be easy. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Corey? What are some of the things that you think are the uh, the biggest challenges out there um, with the 2019, you know, female? Um, I would say mm, that's a tough question because there's there's many, I would say. And, and <laughs> I, you know, and I don't know if it really is. I shouldn't say it that way. But, I mean, I don't know if it really is the 2019 female. I just think it's just the way it is. I mean, you know, I'm in my early 50s. So a lot of the people I'm with are, are a date. They've got young kids. So trying to get away and get on a date. Is, time, is, time. Is, yeah, yeah, time is, is, yep, is time. probably the biggest thing. And, and the whole thing about, the, when I hear, I've heard that before where girls say, oh, the guys are just intimidated by me. And, and I agree with you. That is such baloney. I can honestly tell you not feel, one time in my life did I go home and call Corey and say, man, that date was terrible because I was so freaking yeah, it's intimidated. Like a, it's like a humble brag. <laughs> yeah. He was just intimidated by me. No, no sorry. All right, so since we're on take that, that subject. Take that back home. Why don't you jump in here, Jen, on that subject? Because in my opinion and in, in what I've read and learned and listened to you, 
when a female says that, and even a male, is that an insecurity issue? Is that them putting up a wall that says, hey, I'm I'm a lot stronger than I'm a... What I, is, why do people say that? I think what it is, is from being a matchmaker and listening to a lot of women, and I know John has an answer because he's flagging <laughs> me down over there, but I'll get to you in a second, John, but I am the woman here, so I get to answer. Um, so, so, um, so I think what happens is... Women do whatever they do. Maybe they have brought baggage in. Maybe they've turned the guy off. Maybe they've put too much pressure on the guy during the date, uh, you know, for expectations or something. And instead of owning their own stuff, all the stuff they did wrong on the date, it's all wrapped into the whole, well, I'm a strong woman. I probably intimidated him. I intimidate a lot of guys. My money, my job, my strong personality, you know, it, it, it intimidates a man. So that's, I think it's a, it's a mask that women hide behind because they don't want to deal with their own stuff as to the real reason the guy didn't like them. We that's believe, my opinion. We believe the stories we tell ourselves, and I firmly believe that the number one person we BS the most is ourselves. <laughs> Thank All right, you, John, Dennis. biggest challenges. <laughs> By the way, the producer loves you. He's just like, yeah, every time you talk. (laughs) Let's go for drinks, buddy. (laughs) I I, I don't have something that we haven't already discussed. I'll just echo what Dennis said. Like, the don't make me pay the bill for something that happened in your past. Don't project on me um, because it chews up at a tremendous amount of time and emotion and energy. The biggest thing for me, like a deal breaker early in a relationship there's the first six months or a year of your relationship should be really good, you know, like really good. Easy. And if you're, con- <laughs> yes, you should enjoy each other. And honestly, I get the whole time thing. I get the kids thing. It should be easy. It should flow. If you're in a constant state of conflict over things that are not even happening, you got a major league problem going on. So recognizing, and I'm the worst offender and Jen again will remind me at four o'clock. When that red flag goes off, you got to be prepared to walk away right then. Right. So I think I think not making the guy pay for whatever happened in your past, from who, by who, and allowing the relationship to unfold naturally without chaos, without drama, without conflict, to me, that's that's like a deal breaker. Isn't it great when you get to give advice because you get to hear it? You know, well, you're helping me write the book, right? I know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Write the book. Um, So um, I want to go back because I know we're running out of time. I want to make sure we hit the chemistry thing because that's a really big deal. And and I'm going to say this as a woman and I'm going to speak for women also. Uh, There's a little bit of a double standard. I can't say that women don't do it also, but men have flaws, Maybe a guy's ten pounds. Maybe a guy's ten pounds overweight, but yet he doesn't want to date a woman who's ten pounds overweight. The chemistry thing is—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's off the charts. I mean, I'm a matchmaker. I do this all the time. I hear the feedback. We're not going to do this on air, are we? We the whole are. chemistry thing. We are. All right. Totally What's the question? What's the, the question? The Jen? question is, why? What? What is this chemistry thing? You know, what is it that you're looking for? And why does why do you have to want to rip somebody's clothes off after a first date for you to want to go out with them a second time? I don't. That we how many times have we been through this together? A lot. A lot. So first of all, I, I'm not gonna answer for Corey and Dennis. My personal situation, chemistry has to exist, full stop. Second point is you know it when you see it. I can't always put my finger on it. 
um, people say, well, what is your type? And I honestly don't have a type. I mean, people say, and you'll get into discussions with Jen and your friends, well, do you like tall brunettes or do you like short blondes or athletic girls or smart girls? And the reality is, I, in my personal situation, yes. I don't have a type, right? <laughs> no, I don't have a type. So getting back to your point around chemistry, you know, you're either a guy that needs it and needs it early in a relationship or you're not, in my humble opinion. But I don't think that has anything to do. I don't equate chemistry with going ha- going home with you on the first date, ripping each other's clothes off. And then the next day you're kind of walking around like in your to-do list the next day thinking to yourself, what the hell did I just do? So. That's my opinion. Okay, so let you guys, uh, Dennis, Corey, chemistry. Do you want to go, Corey? Um, well, well, repeat the question again. I mean, just just the whole <laughs> thing. Like, what what is this chemistry thing? Like, what is it that you're looking for? Uh, you know that that doesn't get you past that first date. You know, sometimes, like, what is this chemistry thing that guys want that question. aren't willing to overlook little things? I, I don't know if there really is a definition for chemistry, right? I mean, it's just a uh... It's a vibe. It's a feel. It's the excitement. I don't really know what it is, but like you said earlier, I mean, you know it when you see it and you feel it. I mean, but I mean, if they sit there and they can't carry on a conversation or whatever, you know, there's probably not much chemistry. Right. So. Right. But I think you can have chemistry with somebody, chemistry, not attraction, but chemistry with somebody that you didn't initially have it with on the first date. So maybe you go out with them a few times and then they're talking and then all of a sudden something something sparks, something's there. It's happened for me. I mean, it's happened for people. Has it happened for you, Brad? Well, I think, I think that may be the I probably the disconnect. the wrong person. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's the disconnect between maybe what a female definition of chemistry is and what a male definition of chemistry is. I think our chemistry is going to be that little butterfly, that physical, the, she touched my hand. That's and I infatuation. Got, no, it's not. No, that's a chemistry. That's, that's because you know, you can have chemistry within other relationships too. guys around the table. We have chemistry with our guy friends, the guys we like to hang out with the guys we go to games with. Then we have guys that we won't do those things, but we do other things with chemistry is just that kind of underlying behind the wall feeling. It's just like, man, she's just got something about her. And that's not, that's not a physical. That's not, but if you don't see that on a first date, why would you not, if you had a good time, you liked her, the conversation was good. There was more there. Why wouldn't you give it a second date? Okay. Because I think that's, that's what I was getting to is the disconnect. I think what you're talking about is a deeper emotional connection. And we're more talking about, Hey, did we connect? We have good conversation. Is she physically attracted to me? I'm physically attracted to her. Those kind of things. That, to me, is is kind of a male definition of a chemistry. And I think what you're talking about is we've gone on several dates, and now we're going to that deeper level of connection, which is, wow, she's really good at this, and she, we've got a lot of connections, and we connect on this level and that level. And I think that's when it gets deeper. I think the chemistry thing is truly like it used to be in, in, in back in the day is that little giddy feeling, and she walks in a room, and you go, whoa. I think I think there, uh, you know, when we talk about chemistry, there there are some sort of various components that go into it. You know, there there needs to be the attraction, the physical attraction. I would also say the intellectual attraction needs to be there. It needs to flow. You know, we are so conditioned to anything we worth getting is worth hard work and hard charging. And I kind of equate it to rowing a boat. It's like, yeah, you got to row the oars, but the boat should glide. And if it doesn't glide, then something's wrong. But it's got to there's got to be a flow. And 
Jennifer, to your point, you know, I've been on dates with people. They're like, hey, I didn't really feel the attraction. I'm just like, you know, I I have a feeling that if we would have gone out three or four times and had some great experiences together, then there would have been chemistry that developed. Absolutely. But in this and world, it's next, next person, next person. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And swipe you know left, what? Swipe I think right. sometimes on a first date, people are nervous. You know, they're not being themselves. So we should, if you have a good time, you should give somebody a chance and not expect perfection, right? I think that sometimes people might say, I just didn't feel the chemistry when actually that's just a code, soft way of saying, I'm not attracted to you, period. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. No, that's true. It's a nice way of saying it for sure. Okay. So uh, there's a million more things that we could talk about. And um, I also wanted to take live questions, but I can see that we're going to have to have a part two of this because we've got to do this in a certain time frame. So uh, we'll do, we'll bring you guys back for a part two with questions. Um, and once the podcast goes live, um, that will even be more fun because we'll be able to take the questions live. So we're going to wrap this up. I want to thank you guys for coming. It was great information. Women have so many more questions to ask you, but I appreciate all your honest answers and I appreciate you being here. Thank you. We'll talk at four. <laughs> This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.